Yeah, like I said, my name is Blaine Hewitt, and I am so, so excited to be preaching to you this morning. How about the bangers that the worship team chose this morning? Like, they were so good, and I'm just so excited to preach to you today. Um, before I ever preach, I just always want to um, just honor Pastor Shane and Mary, and just how awesome and blessed we are to have them as pastors. Um, I just love them to death. I feel, oh, I always feel so empowered and released um, by Pastor Shane whenever I talk to him about anything. And it's just, yeah, I just feel so incredibly blessed to have them as our pastors. And so, yeah, yeah, and I was, I said this to the Denver building, is I just feel like God is in this place today, just like with the worship music and what's going on. And I am just so excited, and I just want to give you my very, very best this morning. And I believe that God wants to do something great today. I think God wants to break some walls down. I think God is in this place so much. I just want to give a huge thank you to Brandon for being here, as I will explain why Brandon is up here with me um, later in the sermon. So, yeah, let's pray. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you so much for all that you have done. Would you remove me today? Would your words speak? Would your words speak to all of us? And may we get a word from you today. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So these past couple months I have realize something. I think I've become more aware of it. I think I've kind of always known. And I think the thing that I've realized is that there are so many voices. There's so many things that are trying to vie for our attention. Like when I say voices, I'm like talking about like, you know, like news, um, social media, um, your crazy Uncle Daryl, who believes that birds are fake and spies um, from the government, you know, like on Facebook, posting all those things. Um, and then you hop over to Instagram and you see all the fitness bloggers, and you're like, shoot, I really gotta get in the gym. And, and, and then, oh my goodness, there's that perfect family again, always on vacation. How do they afford that? I don't get it. And they're taking all these perfect pictures on, on vacation, and what is going on? And then all of a sudden, there's a six-year-old that has a six-pack, and he owns a Fortune 500 company. What's going on with my life? And I am freaking out right now. You know, just so many voices. There's so many voices in today. So many voices that are trying to tell us who we should be and who we shouldn't be. Telling us and trying to get our attention. All of these voices that are trying to get our attention. And so the question and the huge choice that we have today is who are you going to listen to? Who are you going to listen to? And so as I say that, some of you might need, you know, pull out your contacts, your phone, and just start deleting ex-boyfriends or ex-girlfriends. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so voices, voices, voices. And so the main topic that I will be talking about today is this, is God's loving and accepting voice is the one that we must 
be listening to. And the sermon title is this, Say Yes to the Song. And so the passage that we will be living at, the passage that I'll be talking about, and the passage that is the theme of this sermon is Zephaniah 3.17. And I tell you what, this is a special one, because how many sermons have you heard out of Zephaniah? Like, come on, like, you know? So Zephaniah 3.17, here we go. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one, who will save? He will rejoice over you with his gladness. He, he will quiet you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He sings over us. There is a song that God sings over us. You know, we all have different viewpoints today. We all have different stories. We all have different things that we have all gone through. Some of you might think that God is this angry God up in the sky just waiting for any moment to smite us with some thunderbolts, you know, like Zeus. Um, or maybe you're just really angry at God at the moment. Maybe you don't want to even hear this song at all. Maybe you don't want to hear what God thinks about you. Maybe you've lost someone recently. Maybe you've lost something recently. And you're just really angry at God about it. And you know what? I just want to say this. I love that you are here. I love that we have all these different stories and different experiences in this room. And so whatever you came in with, I am so happy that you are here and all your different viewpoints and differences and stories. And so like saying yes to the song, me and Brandon have collaborated. Well, Brandon really done all the work on it, but Brandon has wrote a beautiful song um, to mimic what God sings over us, to mimic the song that God sings over us. And so here it is. Take my heart from you. 
like this Apple iPhone would not Steve Jobs or whoever the CEO is now get to say what this is and how it works and what the final say on it is. And that is the same thing with God. God has been created you with purpose and he has created you beautifully and magnificently. And so he has the final say on his creation. He has the final say on who you are and on whose you are. That is what the creator does for us. So there is a process to all this. There is a process to becoming more and more um, who God calls us to be. There is a changing of your mind. There is a changing of my mind to see and to have my thoughts viewed as what God thinks of me. To see myself as as though God. To, I'm sorry. To see myself and to have my thoughts reflect those that which God thinks about me so I'm changing my thoughts I'm changing my thoughts to view to view that way and the battle is in my mind the greatest threat to your destiny the greatest threat to your destiny is not what they sing about say about you it's not what the world says about you the greatest threat to your destiny is what you say about you because you see here is that they can say whatever they want they can say whatever they Want, but that does not penetrate me unless I start to believe it and then I am changed. I am changed into that person. But if I believe what God says about me and that their words cannot hurt me, Satan can try to bring me down, but my mind and my thoughts are changing to reflect to those of what God thinks about me then I know that their words cannot hurt me and that he loves me and he accepts me so dearly. And so to reflect this and to think about this, I'm going to read Romans 12, 1 and 2. I appeal therefore to you brothers by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Do not be conformed to the way that the world thinks about you. Do not be conformed, but transformed to think the way that God thinks about you, to see what he says about you. Be transformed in that way and do not be conformed to what the world and what they say that you are and who you should be. And so I'm to dig deep into my relationship with God. I'm to, I'm to, to dig deep into my relationship with God and to see what he says about me. And the one area where I want to really talk about this and the one area that I really want to, to like hone in on is that if we're worthy of this song or not, are we worthy of this song or not? And it's the biggest, one of the biggest hindrances to us hearing this song. And you know, often we can feel like, you know what, I don't deserve this song. I have this feeling that I don't deserve it. I've done things. God should stop singing over me. And it's, and you know what? That's, that's true, but we're, that's true for all of us. We're all in the same boat. You are worthy of the song, not because of how good you are, but because of how good God is. It's in his character that he loves you 
no matter what. He is so good. And so when we see that everybody's in the same boat, and even though we're all unworthy of the song, we are made worthy by God because of his character. I can breathe in his grace and I can breathe in his mercy and you can rest. You have been working so hard. You've been working so hard to attain this worthiness. You're waking up day and night thinking about it. How can I become better? What do I need to do? What are the spots that I need to fill in? But just understand this. You already are worthy of the song. You already have it. So you can stop working so hard to try to attain his love and acceptance. It's already there and you can take him at his word. So I want to look at this Bible verse as an example in that 2 Corinthians 5, 21. And it says this. Oh, I said 19. Oh, you know what? We'll do 21. That's fine. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Jesus performs the greatest act of love in history. Jesus performs the greatest act of love in the known universe. And so that now we can all come to the throne of the Father. You can come in here with all your hurts and your baggage. You can come into the throne room of the Father. And he sees that, but he sees Jesus in your place. You have so many gifts and talents, and that's one of the one things that I really work, that I sometimes get hindered on, is that I am unworthy of the purpose and the gifts and the talents that God has given me because of what I have done. But He gave me my purpose, He gave me my gifts and talents, knowing my shortcomings, knowing my sins. He already knew all of those things about me. He takes those things and uses it for his purpose. He is not shocked by your shortcomings and sin. He is not shocked by it. So you can come to him and you can be fully known by him. One of the challenges that I think that we have in going deep into our relationship with God is sometimes showing our scars to him. That, that we are scared of what he may find in all of this. But he already knows all of those things. He already knows those shortcomings and scars. And so I challenge you with the right motivation that you push in deep to the Father's love. You push in deep to your relationship with him so that you may know what he thinks about you and the song that he is singing over you. And I promise you that when you come to him, you will find the most amazing relationship and the most amazing fatherly love that you will ever find in your lifetime. And his arms are always open wide for you to come to him. And you know, when we start to discover this song, when we start to really understand the song and what he thinks about us, I then get to give that worthiness. I then get to give the song or my identity to other people. I get to show them that they are worthy of the love of God. Like we talked about last week with the hate and the prejudice some of us may have in our hearts. When we understand how much God loves us, when we understand that we are worthy of this song, we then, our walls start to come up down and we start to love other people and show them the love that he has given us to them. To them. 
I am deeply moved by the love of the Father then. I am deeply moved that he sings over me and his song, and I give it to other people so that they may see the love of the Father. And the only one that can ever validate, this is my last thought, is that the only one that can ever validate us, the only one that can ever truly give us what we need is God. The joy, happiness, peace, all of these things that we've been trying to find, the worthiness, it's only ever validated, it's only ever given to you by God. Those voices, those things that we've been trying to look to, we've been looking for validation in those things from them. But when we look to God, that is where we truly find it. And He is the only one that can be given, that can give us what we truly need. And you know, I've had Brandon playing up here the whole time. To, to mimic this is that the song never stops. And your days and your weeks and all these things that you may go through, the song never stops. God is continuously, always singing over you. And I'm going to say it again, is that even at my most sinful, your lowest this week, God is at his most merciful. He is always singing over you. The song still goes on. He loves you deeply. And so my last two questions that I would have to end this sermon is, who am I listening to and do I hear the song? And so let's pray. Dear Jesus, we thank you so much for your song. We thank you so much that you have called us worthy of that song. We thank you for all that you have done. We, change, we pray that you would change our minds to view us to view ourselves, that we would see what you think about us. Would you change us to look more and more like you? We thank you for your song, and may we hear what you have to say about us. We love you, we love you, we love you, and in Jesus' name we pray, amen.